We here at Stormdar Weather work hand-in-hand with the National Weather Service and other professional weather service agencies as a Weather Ready Nation ambassador. We are avid weather enthusiasts who have studied the likes of Mother Nature for over 30 years. The purpose of this podcast is to provide weather information, facts, and trivia in a manner that is entertaining and easily understood by everyone. Well, hello and welcome back to the Stormdar Weather Podcast. This is episode 146. I'm Rando. I'm Corey. And I'm Shara. And we are still uh, quarantine, not quarantine, but we're still distance potting at this point. I mean, it's someday we're going to be able to be back in my studio with someday this. Someday we'll actually all get back in the same room. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, without fear of like, you know, contaminating each other infecting each other but you guys are good and i'm i'm good but you never know i mean thanksgiving we last week was thanksgiving and people traveled and it was good weather but unfortunately people did travel and you know can't do anything about it but so was your thanksgiving good we saw my my family like on saturday but it was my family that have all literally all had covid (laughs) me and my sister and her family and my mom and dad and we've all had covid so oh so you're all those are the only people that we saw (laughs) oh okay well you know that kind of makes sense if you've got the antibodies you could just do that i guess wow i just went to see my mother Uh, you know we stayed apart we did our traditional thing i mean the we didn't have the whole the whole fam, the fam stayed down in uh, Fayetteville, and so uh, mom and I, we did we did a little bit of turkey, a little bit of dressing slash stuffing, you know, kind of depends on which kind of part of the country you're in. And um, Corey <clears throat> made a whole Thanksgiving dinner for us, and we stayed home with just our kids. Oh, now Corey, on Thursday. How was your mystery turkey? Remember, you were gonna do the. Well, I liked it. It was good. I mean, you have to ask her. She's the She's it the was, judge. It was tasty, and it was juicy. It was not dry. It was good. He did a good job. Got the orange. And he made, he made corn casserole. Ooh. Had we ever had corn casserole? At Grandma's. I don't know. The kids ate it up. It was gone by that, like that night. They ate it all. Wow. It I bought really some good. stuff to make it again with some something else. Not turkey, but, you know, just corn as a normal casserole. side. That actually sounds good. It was really good, and I'm a picky eater, so... It's a... You get a can of corn, a can of cream corn, a cup of sour cream, and uh, one box of Jiffy cornbread mix. Mix it all up, put it in the oven for an hour. That's it? It was good. Oh, I bet it's wonderful. (laughs) It is good. I had to make that when uh, Logan comes back. Eventually, he's going to come back or whatever. So so you, you, you did the orange, you did the... Was it a champagne? I did an orange, I did an onion, I did a champagne, whole and chicken of champagne. broth. A whole <laughs> bottle of champagne. No it wonder good. it tasted good. <laughs> it was, I mean, it, it came out really, really juicy and tender. It had a lot of, of uh, like, herbs rubbed into it, and, you know, so. I buttered it so it would brown just perfectly. And See, y'all are fancy. It took a little longer to cook than I thought. Well, see, like my mother, I mean, we, we don't do much. She put a little, she put an onion in the bag. Uh, yeah. I, it, she had it. We, because normally we have a big turkey, but this was a little one. So she, all she had was big bags. So she said, "Do you think that'll work?" I said, "It, it'll work." Just put the turkey in there, put an onion, and uh, it was quite nice. Quite nice. I made homemade uh, dinner rolls. Hmm. I love baking, and yeah. And then afterwards, our tradition, we it, since the sun was still up and it was pretty good weather, we played croquet. Oh, cool! And she beat me. Huh. Always. None of the family Corey can figure this out. took his mom kayaking. The weather was so nice on Ooh, Saturday. How was that? Somewhere. Where did you go? Somewhere around Miami Spring, or Kansas. Spring River in Miami. Kayaking. It was wow. fun. Good times. Saw some waterfalls. You know, spring. There was a bunch of, there's a bunch of springs. It is Spring River. Hence the word Spring River. And high cliffs and, and water, cold water running off the cliffs and stalagmites 
off the cliffs, hanging nice. the, into the water. It's pretty cool. I'd never kayaked in Miami before, so I didn't know what to expect. Huh. Well, the, it, the, 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 the river's not very deep, is it? I didn't think it was very deep. Mm, Spring River gets was, pretty uh, deep in some spots. Deeper than six foot because six feet because oh. I stuck my oar, my paddle all the way in just to see if I could touch the bottom and I couldn't. So oh, that's it was freaky. pretty deep. Yeah, I, I'm not much of a of a water person. I mean, the showboat was about the best I could do. It's like, yeah. all right, I know I'm not gonna. Well, uh, he said I'm he was insane. gonna go see his mom for a minute. Like we don't, we haven't been letting the kids, we haven't let the kids be around the grandparents and around his parents because of health issues and stuff. So we've mm-hmm. stayed away from them. So he was going to go pop in on his mom for a minute while I was with my family. And ah. yeah, I had no idea he was going kayaking. And then you go, and, you get, yeah, I end up kayaking. <laughs> yeah. That was he came great. back a couple hours later and I'm like, what'd you do? He's like, oh, we went out on the boats. I'm like, Alrighty then. Uh, of course. There you go. It was nice weather, though. The kids played outside. It was good. Okay. Well, here, here here's the big question. Okay. Thanksgiving is over. Uh, got all the festivities out of the way. Do you have your tree up? Trees up. Oh, absolutely. Nice. When did you put the tree up? Friday? Saturday? It's been up for about a week and a half. Yeah. Oh, before Thanksgiving? You put it up before Thanksgiving? I put it up the weekend before Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Because we normally set it up. Saturday after Thanksgiving, but he knew we were going. But be gone. I knew we were going to go to Miami for the day, so I went ahead and set it up. Got a brand new tree. I'm like, uh, we got one that you can change. See, sometimes we decide we 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 can't decide. We can't ever decide if we want colored lights or, or white the, lights. The clear light. Oh you know, right, totally clear. So, so now this one does both. We just hit a button and it's colored. Hit another button and it's clear. Or it'll Same sit there lights. and change back and forth throughout yeah, the we day. We can do whatever we want. With oh, it. that's cool. That's really cool. That's I decided not to do anything outside, but I got me a little, like a four foot tree, just because, like you know, I feel a little festive this year and some lights and and a rope tints. You know, I'm just kind of putting it together i thought i'm just feeling a little bit festive this year because cool don't ask me we why. got some icicle lights on our patio outside yeah the outside mm-hmm. yeah sometimes i do outside but it's like yeah that's way too much work i would need a ladder and speaking of ladder uh cory saved the day because our weather station ran out of gas yeah i don't know <laughs> it ran out of gas it, I don't. I want to say it was a battery issue, but I don't know. I think it is a battery. So what did you do to fix it? I crawled up there. Did you put a new battery in it? Yeah, I did. And I hit the reset button and reset the console and and started back up again. Yeah, just started back up. I mean, it was really funny. So how long is the battery life supposed to be, though? I mean, it's been up there over a year. That seems like pretty good. Just barely. Yeah, I think we need to put a rechargeable battery in it. It would last longer because it's solar powered, you know. So yeah, but is the yeah. solar is the solar going to charge the battery? That's the question. I don't know. They we should can, make like a solar powered battery. Well, they, I mean, yeah, yeah, they do. But is that the question? Is is that unit capable of charging? I don't know. The, yeah, we need to figure that one out before we put you know spend money and put rechargeables but in there. We have a lot of uh, weather stations. So ours has been up a year and and a, ha- a year. A month, month and, and a half, yeah, yeah. Well, our buddy Brad, you know, he put one up shortly after we did, so we'll see if his battery doesn't go down soon Ooh, as well. See that if would the be same good thing to doesn't know. happen to his. That's yeah. a great way to to figure it out. And then our then we have one in Foresight that I put up. I think in January, and we'll we'll ask him, and then one of my dad's will be next after okay. that. So. Well, we'll see. Well, well see if they happens. do, I mean, the batteries that were in it were pro cells, and I have some Duracell. I yeah. mean, we'll see. We'll just we'll just kind of see. But uh, the uh, our two Cassville stations got mounted today. Yes. So I don't have a I don't have any da- data on them. They're they're still configuring the data, but but at least they're up and running, and uh, they seem to be mounted in a good spot on top of the high school. So. Yeah. So when they get going, then they'll send you or send us when the... they get going. Yeah, they'll be on our website. Awesome. And, and people will be able to... We need to make a Cassville. big announcement. Because we'll have a... Cassville will have their own radar and forecast and everything on there, so... Isn't that cool? Isn't yeah, that we'll, cool, Sharon? we'll let everybody know. That's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> At least she's not on her phone over there. Well, the name and title of this podcast... I, I, I 
tossed like three or four different titles, and I thought, you know, I'm just going to do this one. It's called A Taste of Winter. And uh, uh, just a taste is probably all we're going to get. I mean, the, the hypers are out there, and they're talking about... Uh, you know, models, they keep kind of changing their, their tune, and it's like, oh, the right. NAM is saying three inches. And then yeah. what the GFS was saying, like two or three years, I don't know. And they were posting all that stuff, and it's like, guys, don't do that. We're not going to get three inches of snow. I don't no. think. Well, it's too warm, too warm outside. Yeah. It's, down, it might get down like 35, maybe. Yeah, it's not even around there. forecasted to get below freezing. And it's the same thing you, you, you said last time, Corey. It's like, you know, it's the first snow, so people are like getting yeah. all excited about it. It happens every year. I told our buddy uh, uh, who runs Woolaway Weather okay, yeah. over in Rocky Comfort. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh, told him today that if this same system were to happen say in February there would be no social media posts about it because it wouldn't be that big a deal and it wouldn't show up on everybody's radar but since this is the first one everybody's more sensitive it's like oh oh snow 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 yeah so you gotta exactly and the same thing happens in February and March for severe weather uh, yeah, I was getting ready to say, you know, that first severe thunderstorm, everybody's like, oh, my gosh. But then right. you get in June, they're like, okay, yeah, we got another watch coming now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I think just for watching NWS, watching the discussions, watching the models, I mean, the thing, if, if anybody's listening to this that's an actual model watcher, um, this storm, and I've even said this in posts recently, it's like, th- this this is a different type of system. This is kind of atypical. It's not your typical cold front with a low-pressure system, and it's going to sweep through and pull up and stir up and triple point, blah, blah. That's not like this. This system is not like that at all. This system is just like a little cutoff thing that's just kind of meandering around out there. And models with each run are kind of hit and miss and go in different spots and it's like yeah no snow well it could change over and then you know like i said the nam or whatever whatever that model says 3.2 inches like no but the other ones are not they're like 0.2 <laughs> or dusting so you, you just kind of kind of watch run to run to run and i listen to the actual guys of the national weather service they they sure. have got their eye on this they know what they're doing um I think just from watching this system, uh, I do think we're going to get a little a mix coming in. But it's in the Branson Forsyth area. It's really not. I'm not expecting any accumulation. I'm looking at the Ava area yeah. being possibly a little slush, and that's it. Yeah, and especially the higher higher terrain is going to you're yeah. going to get more because the freezing line's coming down. Uh, so if you're, and especially like in Fayetteville and Arkansas, yeah, if you're up on those mountains, yeah, you're going to get some snow. But if you're down more toward sea level, no, it's just it's just not going to do that. So I think taste of winter is probably the the best thing. And and we always have to say with any frozen precipitation, there might be some slick spots. The road is the roadways are still pretty warm out there. I don't think you know we're going to have travel issues the forecast it would be on bridges and yeah if if, if that if that yeah i mean just last week we had tornado warnings (laughs) now yeah let's just bring it all (laughs) so i mean it's not gonna it's just a a weird little system kind of a mix overnight or whatever um but (laughs) the people in southern kansas and northern oklahoma they're on that backside and they had do they still have winter storm warnings out there I, 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 last I looked, they did. Holy cow. They were cow. expecting, you know, six inches, maybe a little yeah, more in, in isolated areas. <laughs> I mean, 2020s has to go out with a bang, right? Oh, of course. No. Of course. I mean, I hope not. It this was is... like in like a lamb, out like a lion. Well, that's March. <laughs> no, I meant the whole year. 2020 well, <laughs> came in like a lamb. It's going to go out like a lion. Oh, my God. Well, I'm, I'm no, looking at No, we've had the... tornado warnings in, in December before in southwest Missouri, so anything could happen. Oh, yeah, even January. My dad's birthday is January 7th, and we had a tornado go through Battlefield, Missouri. Uh, not, yeah. I mean, he's, he's been gone a long time. But... of years ago when we lived in Webb City, and... 
we have our Christmas lights up. It's I mean, it was literally like, was it the week of Christmas? This is the week. And before. the sirens, the December tornado 19th. sirens are going off. And it was warm out. I mean, it we was were, warm. It was 11 or ooh. 12 at night, midnight. And That's I freaky. was out there filming. And people died in that, that night. Was it in the 60s, 70s? Park. I mean, was it pretty warm? It was probably in the 60s. Yeah, that, that's warm enough. And if you get dew points it felt in the like 60s. like spring in December. Yeah. And that's the night there was a, a tornado hit the town of of uh, Chesapeake, which is kind of near Pierce City, not really. Oh, okay. Hit a trailer park and killed a couple of people. Yeah. yeah. That, well, I mean, poor Pierce City and then Monette and Aurora, they always get it. I mean... Well, Seems that's right like on it. that plateau, you know, coming through. Yeah. Um, yeah. Looking at the uh, forecast grid, if you're in Alva, Woodward, Gage, uh, Canadian? No, that's in Texas. It, it, we're, we're talking like northwest Oklahoma. Y'all are under a winter storm warning out there. And uh, surrounding that uh, is a winter weather advisory. It does not include Oklahoma City. So, no. Nah. So you're doing, yeah, it's just right outside Oklahoma City. But that whole low is spinning uh, actually just southwest of Oklahoma City. It's in southwest Oklahoma and spinning around and pulling up all this moisture. And that's why we're getting these showers and the rain now. But the cold air, we're not going to have that cold of an air pocket come down because that's on the backside of that thing. So once this thing moves out, I mean... uh, which will be tomorrow, they think, I mean, they've, they've kind of extended a little bit. First, they said it's all going to be out by 9 o'clock tomorrow. And then it's like, nah, my 10 and kind of wind down and probably be out by noon. Well, re- regardless, it's going to be gone by tomorrow afternoon, Thursday afternoon. And then we're going to have a stretch of nice days. So temperatures around, uh, what, around 50. Actually, either side of 50. We have some days 47, yeah. some days 52. But I think Wednesday. So that's to be expected huh? this time of year. Oh, yeah. And then next Wednesday, I think the high is 58. Uh, I didn't look. I did a, a model, you know, a long-range model parade, which is just eye candy. <laughs> okay. Just eye candy at this point. Um, that GFS doesn't really show anything major uh, through the 18th, and that's as far as it goes. But it wants to bring something really big in on the 14th which is, what, eight days? So, eh, that's in the... We'll watch it. Coming up from the southwest, and it doesn't look frozen. It just looks possibly thunderstormy. <laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Mm. Would that be that week? Uh, the 14th? I wonder if... I need to do my research and see if the year... We had that tornado warning in December... And I need to figure out what year it was. We had just gotten back I from I really a, think it was the year we went on the cruise. It was. We just got back from a cruise. And we had snow and ice and everything else that year. Like, we barely were able to fly out of Tulsa because of snow and ice. And that was a different one. Oh, really? We Wasn't went on it? two cruises in anyway, December. I don't know why we're doing that. Well, you yes, guys went we on cruises quite a bit, though. But, uh... It would have been 2002. I want to... 2002. Yeah. Grayson would have been, like, right. one. So, I wonder if that was a, uh... La Nina year. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Well, they, they. I mean, they have a, sh- a, a. I think I've got it bookmarked. I'll try to find it where they. It shows all about La Nina and El Nino and what years were what way back to long time ago. Uh, I think I have that bookmark. Maybe not on this computer, on the other computer. So I'll find that. That would be very interesting to know. Because uh, I did, speaking of La Nina, I did go to ENSO, the climate, uh, dot, what is it, climate.org, whatever that mm-hmm. play, ENSO place is. And we are at a greater than 95% chance of El, El Nino, or uh, La Nina continuing for the next you know few months. So we're definitely going to be in that that pattern and that shift pattern so kind of something to pay attention to yeah people are starting to talk a little bit more about it nationally yeah. the national news organizations well so i watched a video about it earlier today and they're still showing sea surface the, the sea temperatures you know along the equator are are uh now, is it above or below for La Nina? La Nina is warmer. 
Yeah. Yeah. You kind of looked at me like you thought I might know the answer to that. <laughs> Shira? Shira should know that. Know. I'm like, why are you looking at me? Yeah, because if it's if it's warmer, then that's going to shift warmer air up and push that jet stream up just a little bit. They are concerned with a La Nina causing or uh, worsening the drought in the southwestern part of the United States. Ooh. That's no. what the video was about that I watched today. Ooh, we don't want so, that. No. Is that from the NWS somewhere? That was, that was on Weather Nation. Oh, okay. Yeah. Any of these links you have that if you can send them to me, I'll put them in the description or whatever they, if they're cool videos. Oh, and something yeah. I forgot to mention. I We have our little outline. I forgot... We just went through meteorological winter. Yay! We went through it? Is well, it done? We started it. We, oh, yeah, yeah. We, we began. It began. So, Shara. And do, so it begins. Do you know the difference between meteorological and astronomical seasons? Well, actual winter doesn't start until like December 21st. But. No, I don't. I don't know why that is. No, no, you're well, exactly right. Meteorological is just. I mean, meteorological is different than the regular. The three coldest months of the year, basically. You know. The yeah. actual winter always starts like on the same day as my son's birthday, so I've always been able to remember it. Yeah. I mean, it's actual always around. Starts the starts with the winter solstice. Yeah, but sometimes it's on the twenty second. And right. I mean, it's usually always around his birthday. It's always between it's the 20th and 22nd. So, Okay. I always know when winter's actually going to. Because my <laughs> daughter actually asked me that this morning. She doesn't like long sleeves. Oh. She wants to wear short sleeves every day of the year. She doesn't care how cold it is. She doesn't like sleeves. And so she was asking me this morning when I made her put long sleeves on. She goes, is it actually winter (laughs) she's like isn't it still fall i'm like okay technically yes you're right and i don't know who told you that i guess you are your father's daughter but yeah it's technically fall but it's gold so we're wearing long sleeves i wear shorts every day our junior hire does and i'm like i past the point of arguing with him it's like whatever if you want to go freeze your butt off have fun that's yeah that's fine yeah well yeah the teenage it's the teenager thing he's indoors all day is his excuse he doesn't like jeans and he's indoors all day so he wears shorts and a hoodie okay like whatever yeah that's kind of a style though i mean i see a lot of teenagers and they do. I, he's my first one that's actually went through that phase my other's we're smart no, enough to wear jeans. <laughs> we were uh, better parents back then. Now we just don't care. <laughs> now we just don't care. Well, yeah. Once you get to the Number third kid, it's came like, around. Yeah. I was like, by yeah. the third and the fourth, it's just like you, you got know good grades. Something's working. Just I'm do what old you do. and I'm tired. Whatever. You, you know, no, you're exactly right, Corey. You're exa- if if they are keeping up with their schoolwork, you're getting good grades and everything. Let them wear shorts. Right. You know, absolutely good for them. <laughs> I will not let my six-year-old wear shorts because then I'd be getting a call from social services. <laughs> well, that yeah. Well, unless you put unicorns on them, they may be kind of kind of cool. <laughs> so, but but basically, getting out of this, I mean, it's it's kind of raining right now. I mean, it, we're recording this on Wednesday night. It's about nine twenty. It was drizzly on our way to church and back. It started yeah. raining around three o'clock. We started getting a little drizzle, then it kind of got a little heavier to a sprinkle to a light rain. You know, we that's about the time we thought it was going to start, around 3 or 4 o'clock. At a, what, a 50-50 shot, I mean, anyway. it was coming yeah. up from Arkansas. Now, all day, it was, like, there and coming this way, but it was it was really dry around. I mean, the air was really dry because it would just evaporate. That rain was just evaporate oh, the closer it got to the It was so cool to watch on radar because it would come up and then just disappear. <laughs> it was so cool. Yeah. So eventually, it got saturated enough to... to hit the ground you know or or make it up here and it's well, still kind of doing that now we haven't have you looked at our rain total for today it's it's a i think it's 0.07 massive amount yeah that's exactly what it is no, hey, po- it was enough griffin got to wear his new rain boots and he was a happy camper yeah but yeah. we just got that much that's 0.07 doesn't matter still got to wear his rain boots <laughs> well no that's good yeah <laughs> 
Because it, it was raining, because uh, I had an afternoon show. Wednesday, we're back to our normal schedule, so that's why we're, I'm able to record it, the podcast, on Wednesday night. But on the Wednesday afternoon, I had the show, and I came out of intermission, and it was kind of raining, and that's about 3 o'clock, and they said about 3 or 4 o'clock, and then at 4 o'clock, it, we had a nice little rain shower go through, so that was that was kind of nice. Um, really don't think it's going to do much. Sherry, you're going to be just fine tomorrow, so no worries. Well, we have officially retired this segment, so I'm going to play the drop one more time if I can find it, and then we're going to do a recap of the tropics. Tropical, tropical, tropical. It's tropical. It is the probably final tropics uh, report from uh, storm dry weather uh, unless something pops up something uh, right now there's just nothing out there in any any of the the basins so we're, we're not going to worry about it um found this interesting graphic from the hurricane center and i sent it to Corey. And it's like oh we got to talk about this so uh so Corey, why don't you go down to the stuff on the left side can you see it well we had 13 hurricanes it's weird because I got I have this graphic on my phone and I thought I sent it to you but I never did get around to sending it to you. And you oh, it, <laughs> yeah, I you found it. it up for the podcast, so we both saw it. Oh, good. good. Uh, Thirteen hurricanes, uh, which is double what the average season brings, and which is six. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, and, then, and six of those were major hurricanes, and and. You know, when you think of major hurricane, you think, you know, Katrina or whatever. Well, that's not always the case. You know, Category 3 or above is ma- is considered a major hurricane. Yeah, yeah. Once it hits Cat 3, bam, you got that major. Well, the average season has, has, has three, you know. And it, now, those six hurricanes didn't strike America. I mean, they hit all over, you know, Central America. Yeah, they're all over so, the place. My gosh, yes. <laughs> So. Well, it says 12 storms hit the U.S. coastline. Yeah. Five of which came ashore in Louisiana. Those poor folks poor Louisiana. in Louisiana. I mean, I think 12 miles separated the worst two of them. You That's know, insane. Unbelievable. Uh, yeah, five of which came ashore in Louisiana. The previous, the previous record is, what, nine? Now, this is storms that hit coastline. but So we, we're smashing right. records all and over And that the was place. in 1916? Is that what that says? That was a long time ago, yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Well, see, we got There's ten. There's only been nine, nine hit the United States in a year. That was the previous record before yeah. now. 104 years huh. ago, yeah. Ten. Ten named storms formed in September. In wow. the month of September, ten storms. That's crazy. <laughs> that is crazy. I, I remember us like it, I got to go back and listen to our podcast. We were like, but uh, one of the podcast name was what Teddy Sally something. I, I named it. We were three. like betting on oh, how many, yeah. how far we were going to get. <laughs> yeah, <into> the alphabet. <laughs> but here's the next interesting thing. You see that? Ten rapidly intensifying storm sample. So we had ten bombs. That is more than crazy. And by bombs, you mean bombogenesis. Yes, the bombogenesis. They, 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 the pressure rapidly drops, and the maximum sustained winds increase from a ca- sometimes from a trop- tropical storm to a Category Four in, in twenty four hours. That happened. Like that. that happened on yeah. one of them, <laughs> which is unbelievable. That was almost unheard of like, like ten years ago. Yeah, and now we've had ten this year. So believe I mean, that, that was not that was not a term I was familiar with 10, 15 years ago. I probably never heard of that term. Bombogenesis. You know? Yeah, I don't think I did uh, either. It wasn't used. I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't a thing. Which is, yeah, and, it, and if one of them did, it was such a big deal, and it's like you never sure. saw it in, in several years. And then the 30 name storms, we won't go through all of them, but we did get to Iota, Corey's favorite. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, yeah, it, I, I see, what is the next one? Kappa? Kappa Lambda. Yeah, Kappa. It's like, yeah. I was Iota saying, is the ninth letter. I mean, so we got nine letters into the Greek alphabet? Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah, alpha, beta, gamma, delta. I mean, it's rare that we and, go into the Greek alphabet at all, and we got nine letters. And it's in. not, 
unprecedented to see another in December. It really isn't. Oh, I know. That's why I keep watching. It's like, ooh, and there's a yellow X out there, but it's way up in the northern basin, and it's way east, yeah. more towards England, but nothing brewing. And now we've had these Now, cultures. it's also uh, not uncommon, which happened in 2005, for them to go back and look at the entire season and say, hey, you know what? I think this storm... And, and and do whatever they do, and they can determine maybe they missed a storm and call it an unnamed storm. That's what happened in 2005. That's right. That's right. They went back, so, and then that's that's why yes. the, 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 the Zeta thing was kind of all messed yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Totally, totally nuts. Oh, wait, I lost my, my graphic here. Um, I didn't know this. That I th- didn't either. Th- this year, the NOAA Hurricane Hunters, 86 missions conducted, 102 eyewall passages where they go, because they go, they go in and out of the eyewall several times, um, 678 flight hours, <laughs> and 1,772 drop sons, and... We've had that in a weather school. It's like a radio sound, only uh, instead of it being uh, like a weather balloon going up, it's dropped out of an airplane. So there uh, are apps that you can, you know, watch them flying around the hurricane. You know, those are so their, cool. Their flight path, which is fun to do. Yeah, because it's a zigzag. You know, I mean, they yeah. they do that, and they have to do it in certain ways. And then you can see the the the, the graphed data where where the, when they go through the the eye wall, then the pressure just goes donk. <laughs> well, they go like twice as high as your average airliner would fly, your commercial airliner. They're, they're like sixty thousand feet. Oh, up. they're way I up mean, there. Oh yeah. Oh okay. They wow. go way up high above. They're above the storm. I guess you know. they'd have to, because they're cut. Yeah, because they yeah. have to drop it down in there. Right. Yeah. Now I don't know what an underwater hurricane glider is. Have you heard of that? I've never, I've never seen this before. <laughs> this is new. Kind of looks us. like a torpedo. It does. It uh, the the caption says Noah underwater hurricane glider. So my guess is there, it's like like you said a torpedo that's kind of measuring what's going on beneath the hurricane. Um, okay. Yeah. 47 glider deployments, 13,272 gathered observations. So this thing is, is crazy. And where are they being deployed from? And, and I guess they come back and get returned. They're, they're like, I guess robots type or they're remote, remotely operated. So you can, you know, I'm going to actually write this down because I have not ever heard of I didn't know they went under the storm. I thought they just went over the storm. They're okay. gliders. Do they float along the surface, not underwater? I don't know. <laughs> no, it says underwater. Yeah. Glider. Interesting. Okay, so I did that. And here, here is the... This, this may give a clue. Uh, 179,401 temperature and salinity profiles. So temperature, they're measuring the temperature, and of course salinity is, is saltiness of the water. That's bizarre. Interesting. Uh, yeah. Okay. That that could be a weather school for next week, actually. <laughs> to be honest with you, because <laughs> since I don't know what it well, is, I mean that's how they predict the intensity. You know, when you see the 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 cone of uncertainty on the graphics, and it kind of mm-hmm. tells you what they think the intent. But they they were wrong a lot this year. It went. Oh, I know. You know, either a category or two above what what they were predicting. Yeah, it's because they had all those things bombing. That's just in, insane. Yeah, I I have I've got a small break. I'm still doing shows and stuff, but I've completed two major projects. I think I'm going to do a weather school on that for next week. Ooh. Cool. Um, so last thing, sixteen NOAA weather satellites are in operation. Did you know they had sixteen in operation? Uh, I knew they had several. I didn't know they had sixteen. Yeah, I know if goes seventeen or goes R, or goes sixteen, but in operation, that's that's bizarre. Uh, the fifth consecutive above normal season. Okay. Yeah, so. I knew that. I think we talked about that. Oh before. yeah 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 yeah. And something we like to do. Welcome to social media. Eighty six Facebook live broadcasts. <laughs> yeah. Now they're proud of that, and they should be. They need to be doing that. I, exactly. I I think it's awesome. 
that because social media you need to get out there and now yeah. that social media is here you got to kind of do what what you do yeah so so there that's that should wrap up our season so the the only way we'll bring this little uh segment back is if we see something brewing out there in in the atlantic um or you know whatever but because i just like i just like playing this drop so anyway <laughs> so let's see boy we've been talking a long time uh Got any information on the drought? Are we in a not drought? really? I mean, nothing's really changed. We are in a drought. Yeah. Here, okay. Well, maybe. around here, up north, the northern part of Missouri, they're in a drought still. They're in more of a drought than they were when we were in our drought. How bizarre! Uh, northwest Missouri, they're in a at a D two uh, or D one moderate drought, mm-hmm. but the. Most of the uh, northern half of Missouri is now abnormally dry, and the southern half is none. It's completely <laughs> normal. Oh, okay. So we're we're not in a drought. Well, I'm going to put an X by this, so we may retire that one. We our podcast may be only like 20 minutes next time, so we keep X. Well, we're keeping an eye on it because I mean, <laughs> oh, I can ramble on forever. <laughs> it could get dry again. I mean, yeah, you, you never know. Yeah, I mean, and and hopefully we'll get some snow, but that's that's later. We're we're gonna worry about that later on. All right, so not in a drought, we're good. Hurricanes are kind of calmed down. Uh, taste of winter. I think it's speaking of winter. I think it's time for the weather school. So this week's weather school is all about winter precipitation. What types and uh, some types I didn't know before. So let's get to that. If there's something about the weather that you want to know, Stormed Our Weather School. Hey, it's snowing. No, wait, it's sleeting. I think. What's it doing out there? The type of winter precipitation varies quite a bit depending on where the freezing line is located in the atmosphere. Just a tiny change in altitude of the freezing line can make a huge difference in the type of precipitation that falls. Add in an inversion of warmer air, and we've got a complete mess, not to mention a forecasting nightmare. Let's take a look at the different types of winter precipitation and how it forms. Sleet is one type, often mistaken for hail. They are basically the same thing, frozen raindrops, but they are formed very differently. Hail is manufactured from a violent updraft in a thunderstorm. Water droplets are propelled upward at high speeds and freeze once they pass the freezing line way up in the atmosphere. The frozen raindrop then falls down into the warm layer, only to be propelled back up by the updraft. This up and down motion continues until the hailstone is too heavy to be supported by the updraft anymore, then it falls to the ground. If you dissect a hailstone, then you'll be able to see the layers the stone went through in order to form. Hailstones can range from small peas to the size of softballs, depending on the strength of the updraft. Sleet, on the other hand, forms much differently. Snowflakes in the mid to lower layers start to thaw as they fall to the ground, then refreeze, creating ice pellets or sleet. Sleet is generally the size of BBs and doesn't get much bigger. On very rare occurrences, a thunderstorm could form in the winter and we could get sleet and hail. Many times it's hard to tell the difference between the two, but if you look closely, then you'll be able to see the differences. Sleet will generally have an opaque appearance due to the snowflake melting into a raindrop and then refreezing into an ice pellet. Hail is normally harder and many times translucent. You can oftentimes see the rings in a hailstone, but sleet is generally one dimension. Freezing rain occurs 
When warm air in the low to mid levels melts any frozen precipitation into liquid. A shallow layer of much colder, below freezing air at the surface is not enough for the raindrop to refreeze, thus, it will hit the ground as liquid. And since the surface air is below freezing, then the liquid rain will form a glaze of ice on objects at the surface, which is what we call freezing rain. If this process continues over a long period of time, then it is considered an ice storm. Ice storms can cause incredible damage, bringing down trees and power lines and making travel virtually impossible. Grapple is an interesting thing. Grapple is formed when supercooled liquid water droplets freeze on a snowflake. It's usually smaller than hail, but will look white and sometimes confused with hail or sleet. To tell the difference between the two, pick it up. If it's softer and falls apart, then it's grapple. The best way I like to describe its appearance is like the cotton portion on a Q-tip. And finally, the most common type of winter precipitation is snow. A pretty frozen dendrite that falls from the sky. There are several kinds of snow, too. One kind is the simple prism. A simple prism is a hexagonal or six-sided snow crystal. These flat snow crystals look like small slivers of a pencil, though they can have ridges and other features. Simple prisms are the smallest of the snow crystal shapes and can't be seen by the naked eye. They are also the first stage of a snow crystal's growth. While some snowflakes keep this shape, others will grow branches and facets and take on other shapes. Stellar plates are flat snow crystals that have six arms stretching out from a hexagonal center. Snow crystals' shapes are partly determined by temperature. These crystals form when the temperature is between 5 and 10 degrees Fahrenheit. Needles are an interesting type of snow crystal. These are, as the name implies, small, thin crystals that resemble needles. They start as flat, long crystals, but as the temperature gets colder, they become three-dimensional needle crystals. Stellared dendrites get their name from the word dendritic, which means tree-like. These snow crystals are what you probably picture when you think of a snowflake. Stellar dendrite snow crystals have branches stretching from the center, and the six branches can also have branches. Fern-like stellar dendrites have six branches that look like the branches of a fern plant. If you've ever experienced powder snow while skiing, you have experienced these fern-like stellar dendrites. These snow crystals can also be seen with a magnifying glass, as they are usually around 5 millimeters in length. Wow, that's a lot of information on winter precipitation. Whether it's snow, sleet, freezing rain, or grapple, you'll now be able to identify the different types and impress your friends. If you have a question about the weather you'd like us to answer, then send us an email at stormdarweather at gmail.com and in the subject line, put weather question. Well, that does it for this edition of Stormdar Weather. And there you have my favorite, which is grapple, little little ends of Q-tips that fall from the sky that's light and fluffy. So anyway, that's a good point. So it's time for In Other News, and I don't really have much. Do you got anything over there, Corey? Kind of boring right now. I think now. we did all the In Other News at the beginning. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> Probably. I have something. Okay. Let me bring it up here. Um, this week, uh, just out of the blue, they decided to let some water out of Table Rock Dam. Did you did you see that post? I, I oh. shared it, or I know I I made a post. They opened some gates. I thought well, that's kind of weird. Yeah, 
But it's not uncommon for that to happen in the fall in order to oxygenate Lake Tanicomo. Ah. Uh, for the fish, for the trout population, because they do not thrive well when the lake is not oxygenated. Well, right. as it turns out, uh, over the Thanksgiving weekend, right around Thanksgiving Day, I think they opened it Friday, um, Taney Como turned over. Oh. Do you know what that means? What does that mean? Like I, It's like the bottom comes to the top. I mean, I'm, I mean, I get the mean the, the bottom comes to the top, but what does that technically mean? It got super cold at the top or what? Well, the top water goes to the bottom and the bottom goes to the top yeah now that depletes the oxygen in Tenicomo, so they have to open up table rock like to, to bring some water in uh, but they put out a, an advisory the city of did about drinking water because branson gets their drinking water from Tenicomo. Mm-hmm. and there's a they they get it from the surface, so what happened was when that lake turned over, people were complaining that their water was tasting a little bit dirty, ah, and that's because uh, it was causing the organic material that was at the bottom of the lake to rise to the surface, and then that water was getting treated. Now, although it tasted a little funny, it's still safe. I it was drink. still completely safe oh. to drink. Okay, just had but organic last week, stuff. They I started yeah. noticing it's an increase treated, of, so. of of organics in, in the water. Now, this is not usual unusual for this time of year because that's just what it does. Because lakes in in this part of the country they experience a turnover each fall, so they they knew what it was and. Uh, that say it's completely safe to drink. It's still, you know, it's goes still being the, treated and everything appropriately. Still goes through the uh, purification process. It says as temperatures cool in the fall, the top layer becomes colder and denser, causing it to sink, which pushes the water from the bottom up to the top. That's it what it turns is. Turns over. That's exactly. I've lived what here my whole life, and I've never heard that. Well, Table Rock also turns over, but I think it's a little earlier than this. I think since maybe Taney Como is is already colder than Table Rock, it takes a little longer to turn over. Yeah, maybe that's, I'm now, not an expert. Maybe we need to call uh, Lamar or yeah. Scotty. He probably know all about it. Oh, I'm sure. Now I've always heard that the lake turns, and I, one of my fishing buddies who lives in Ava was saying it's it's a good time to go fishing because all the fish are confused and the the bottom dwellers are now wanting to go to the top. So you can, you know, get a better fish. or I mean, I've heard that. I've not experienced it. Yeah. But to, to me, I would think if I was at the bottom and the lake turned over, then I'd be, you know, swimming upside down. <laughs> you know, all the fish are upside down, so you can get in there and scoop them up. Yeah, I've heard of the, I didn't uh, know exactly Missouri why. Department of, the Missouri Department of Conservation, Conservation says uh, this mixing can literally happen overnight and sometimes leads to noticeable changes in the color, taste, and odor of the water, but... While it happens every year, this year the organics in the water were higher than in most years, uh, and that uh, the smell and taste of the organics was very detectable this year. Okay, I don't know why that is? I'm not sure. We didn't have like any like major flooding or anything this year, so. Now the city, yeah. in response to this, they the city of Branson slowed down. The, the production from the lake, from what they get gathered from the lake, and increased their uh, production from the wells. See, I didn't know that was a thing. They, oh. they they get it from wells and they get it from the lake. So they slowed down from the lake while it settled and increased their production from the wells. This says normally 94% of Branson's water supply comes from Lake Tanicomo. Right now, it's down to 22% coming from Tanicomo and 78% coming from the wells. Very interesting. See what you learn. I know. It all has to do with, you know, it's pretty cool. Okay. So, okay. How it all works. I have a question for Shara. Here's a knowledge bomb. Okay. Uh -oh. You ready? How did they get, I don't know. How did they get Tanicomo, the name? It's Taney County, Missouri. Yay! You do that, okay. I thought 
You know, when I was a kid, I thought they named it after Perry Como's brother. Oh, Taney? Taney. Wow. Uh, well, I was wrong. I think he made some, uh, you know, some, some nice uh, movies and stuff. I heard he was an avid trout fisherman. I think he came I down. learned that, like, back when we were dating or maybe our honeymoon when we rode the ducks or something and they explained how they got the name and it's Taney County, Missouri. I think so they you're just right. called it Taney Como. Oh, I think yeah. You're right. Yeah, hmm. I didn't know it until I moved here. <laughs> I always knew it was Tanny Cole, but I had no idea. It makes sense. Well, that was interesting. Yeah. Is that is that all you got in the in other news? Because uh, I, I don't so. I don't have any I don't have anything. Good yeah. thing I got extra fun facts for today then. Oh, you do? Ooh. Well, is it time to get I'm to share a segment? Okay. So let's get to the next segment. Get ready to get educated in Shara's Fun Facts. It's time for Shara's Fun Facts. And she has a bunch, right? It's time for Shara to get her eyes checked because I'm having trouble <laughs> seeing my phone. <laughs> I'm getting old all of a sudden. Uh-oh, I can't read go. my phone. Okay. It's so COVID eyes. It's a thing. It's Look COVID it eyes. Right. <laughs> oh, okay. no. <laughs> I have a mixture. I have some December. A wintry mixture? I have Ooh. a wintry mix. Wintry mix. Nice. I have some December weather lore, which is like folklore, but it's about weather. Okay. Weather lore, beliefs and sayings. I have a little bit of Christmas thrown in there. I have a little bit of odds and ends. You'll see. I was feeling weird today. All right. Let's see. So December weather lore, beliefs and sayings. A mild December precedes a cold snap later in the winter. Or, I had to do some research on this one. (laughs) Okay. A green December fills the graveyard. Have you ever heard that? A green December fills the graveyard. Okay, I had to look that up. I thought that water was safe to drink. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, really. (laughs) I was like, what does that mean? Like, that sounds really creepy. But I looked it up, and I, I guess back in the day... If they had a mild December, like if it started off mild, then their flu outbreak and their diseases and everything else, because the cold is what kills those things off, is what I'm thinking. It it got worse and it like more people died. This was back in the 1800s when this came about. Okay. Okay. Um, a clear star-filled sky on Christmas Eve will bring good crops in the summer. Um, if sun shines through the apple trees upon a Christmas day, when autumn comes, they will a load of fruit display. Okay. Okay, so, so on Christmas, if the sun shines Christmas through the... Christmas day. Yeah. If this Christmas signs through the apple trees, then when autumn comes, they will a load of fruit display. So nine months later, you're going to have a ton of apples. Ton of apples. Wow, okay. Snow on Christmas means Easter will be green. Okay. A green Christmas means a white Easter. Ooh, well, all right. We always Which have we, green Christmases. We had that one, though. We, said we that, always that have one last green week. Christmases. And- yeah, that's true. We if, never have snow. What are you talking about? If Christmas Day be bright and clear, there'll be two winters in the year. Huh? If Christmas Day be bright and clear, there'll be two winters in the year. So the coming year, we'll have two winters. Like, it'll get... I don't know if that means we'll, we'll have, have a bad a warm winter in January between... and then another one in December, or does that mean... We're yeah. Have like two or, we'll have a winter, sure. and then it'll get warm, and then it'll go back to winter Didn't again. clarify. Okay, well... The nearer okay. the new moon to Christmas Day, the harder the winter. Oh, no, I've not heard that one. No, are these pre-climate change folklore? Yeah, no, I, this is weather lore. <laughs> okay. Just, okay. <laughs> okay, interesting. I don't know. All right. And then I found some cool Christmas facts. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't give it Santa all. Claus... Yeah. <laughs> Did not always dress up in red clothes. Oh, why not? Do you want to know who originally put Santa Claus in red clothes and that's why we stuck with it? Yeah. Think. Uh, um, who put Santa in red clothes? Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Are you... Really? Like, Santa originally was in green or brown. And if you watch some of the old Christmas movies, you'll see that. 
but Coca-Cola put him in red so that he would match their can. I didn't read that. Oh, I my knew gosh. It. I just want everybody to know that. Wow. They had the best Santa. They decided to dress him up in colors that match their brand, and it stuck. And from then on, he has always been in red. Who would have thunk now, it? Now, that's a really interesting fun fact. No wonder I always get thirsty when I see Santa at the mall. <laughs> it's subliminal. I thought it would have went way back further than... you craving a Coke. Coke. Yes. Yeah, maybe Santa should have tried Diet Coke. Oh, there you go. Well, then he would be wearing <laughs> Coke Zero. silver and... Okay. okay. Um, the very first state in the United States to recognize Christmas as an official holiday was Alabama. Really? No idea why. Um, it was in 1836. That's wild. So now you know. But you want to know who the last state was to make it a actual holiday? Alaska. 1907, Oklahoma. Oh, wow. So Christmas was a thing before Alaska and Hawaii got... Because Oklahoma wasn't a state until 1907. That's what I was thinking, because Oklahoma technically wasn't a state. They were Indian territory. Ah. So, I mean, that just makes sense. It wasn't like they were just not doing it. They weren't officially a state. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. We know our Oklahoma history. We know our Oklahoma history. It was and a, our Native American history. It was required learning. And if you oh, go wow. Because we are, I'm a both an Oklahoma and a Native American. Now, did you say so, 1906? 1907. 07. Okay. Oklahoma became a state. Correct. And thought, well, we're going right. to join in to make Christmas a holiday. Right. Let's How make it a cool holiday is too. that? In 1949... The tree at Rockefeller Center. So we've all seen the funky pictures of the Rockefeller Center tree this year when it very first showed up. Oh, yeah. Um, It was strung with 7,500 bulbs. Ooh. And I'm trying to think, like, how many bulbs are on the average tree, like, just in a house these days? 300 to 700. Like, I mean, 7,500 doesn't sound like a lot for the Rockefeller tree. Well, but, now that you mention it, because my tree has 70 on it, and I could add some more, and mine's only four foot tall. So I would say, right. for me, ours 70 to 100. And some. Ours has 300 and some. How tall is yours? What, a six, ours is like a six or seven, seven foot. And, and we could totally put more on it. I mean, that's okay. just what it came with. Wow. But currently, Rockefeller Center tree now has more than 25,000 bulbs. Ah. It, if you string them out. That is five miles of lights. Ooh. Now that makes more sense. 25,000 makes a lot more sense. Right. Okay. Hershey's started wrapping their kisses in red, green, and silver foil for the very first time in 1962. Coca-Cola. Oh, wait. No, that's the other one. (laughs) Oh, wait, no, no, never mind, yes. The success of the holiday-wrapped kisses led to Hershey's to dress up their little chocolates for all of the fol- all of the holidays after that. Oh. It became such a big deal that they decided dressing them up for Easter, Valentine's, and fall harvest seasons. Hershey's currently now wraps up to 1,300 Hershey kisses per minute. Oh, no! Per minute, thirteen hundred little of Hershey kissing. kisses. That's a lot. That of gives chocolate. them the capacity to make approximately thirty-three million Hershey kisses a day, or wow. more than twelve billion a year. That's crazy. That's a lot of Hershey kisses. It's like no, no wonder the people on Earth are, you know, overweight, or is it just Americans? I think it's just America. I think it's just, yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> I think we're the only one. Billion. Wow. All right. I think I'm going to save the rest of what I found. Okay. For next time. Yeah. Because we got a couple couple more podcasts before the Christmas podcast, I think. So. Yeah. I'll save all my good Christmas yeah. stuff for further, closer to Christmas. Hey, I got a question for you. Me? Okay. Have you seen. Next door to your theater, you're pretty close to the Ferris wheel, aren't you, over there? Uh, fairly. I can see it, yeah. Well, they put it, have you seen the new uh, ice skating rink they put in over oh, yeah. there yet? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to ask about that. I haven't seen it yet. The track put in an ice skating rink. It's supposed to be the same dimensions as the ice skating rink at Rockefeller Center, where that tree is. Yeah. 
I haven't seen it. I have not been over there, but I see people skating around it. It's it's all really? the, oh yeah. I need to drive over there. I haven't been on the strip in quite some time. I haven't been up time. on the strip in a while. Well, and of course, all the huge kids have been over there. I mean, they post stuff really? on Instagram and stuff. Oh yeah. In, in, anytime anything new, it's like all the huge kids are like, oh, let's I go see it. I think you have to make a reservation because oh. they're only, they're limiting how many people are on the rink at a time due to COVID. That's good. So I think you need I think you need a reservation, but I don't know how much they it must costs have quite or, the refrigeration unit because a lot of the places i've seen that have put up these skating rinks have had to close they've for, tried it for weather because and... it gets too warm so they must have a good freezer system going on over well, there or something i was talking to a, i think the track knows what they're well, doing I was talking to a friend of mine and it's the same thing that uh that they had over at the mansion one time they they had uh, a nice they converted the stage to a nice ring and it's a certain way they do it so they had it yeah. inside a theater and they convert right. so that's it's the same technology they're using out there so i guess as long as it's not raining i didn't i there weren't many cars today i would think but rain would hinder it probably it'd make it slick it'd make it too wet oh wait a minute slick. it's ice so it's going to be slick anyway i know they have their own zamboni over there what's that you know what a zamboni is is it a weather word of the week wait a minute no. oh wait <laughs> yeah it can be oh Oh, come on, Randy. It's that big machine that it's the big machine that smooths, smooths out, out the, the ice. ice from all the ruts from the skates. They oh, big is that called a Zamboni? I didn't the, know that. They Zamboni in about every hour or so. Oh. I'm sure. I mean, there's there's other like those things that clean the floors too, like in big, like in like malls and stuff. Yeah. Those big guys that are driving them. Those are Zambonis too. Oh, see, I don't know that. I I am so uneducated. See, that's why you need to have your own segment so I can. I'm gotta educate you. Somewhere. I know <laughs> you and Corey both a zamboni. I thought, okay, that sounds like some kind of pasta dish. <laughs> I like some zamboni with lots of Parmesan cheese, please. I'll take some zamboni, please. <laughs> Side of cannolis. It is okay. I I think it, in lieu of us almost going off the rails, we need to get to this last segment. It's the weather word of the week. It is the Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week, and we're going to toss that to Shara. And I think I've got this. Yeah, one. I, I I felt badly last week, so I thought, okay, that was this is an easy one. So anyway, what is our Stormdar Weather Weather Word of the Week? Pancake ice. Nice. That was a hard one. Yeah. <laughs> now I gotta read to see what it is. Okay. Pancake ice is a form of sea ice that consists of round pieces of ice with diameters ranging from 12 inches to 9.8 feet. Wow. Depending on the local conditions that affect ice formation, it may have a thickness of up to four inches. Wow. Cool. Why is it called pancake ice? Because it's in the shape of a pancake. And. It's round. And they must be talking about the pancakes they have over at Billy Gale's. Must be the large, the huge pancake. ones that go off yeah. your plate. plate. Size. Nine point eight feet. I tell you Flatter what, size pancakes. That's a that's a that's a big yeah. Them aren't silver dollar. They're fourteen pancakes. inches at Billy Gale's. Fourteen. I remember. I were, oh, they're huge. They go they're off huge. the plate. They're they great. fall off your plate. And I'm not sure how you're supposed to eat them because you can't put syrup. Oh on Oh my them gosh. Fall off the plate. Fold them up. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what I was gonna say. You can't fold them up Good in fourths or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, and there was a little bit more. I, sh- I guess I should have put a little bit more. Uh, a couple. Of, I mean, it, it got into a lot of other weather words, and I thought, you know, I'm going to save that because there's probably, you know, I'm always searching for weather words of the week, so I'll probably do that. Yeah. So there you go. So pancake ice with a little bit of butter and syrup on it, and you can have a very low-fat um, weather mm-hmm. word of the Absolutely. week. Absolutely. Yes. Healthy meal. <laughs> now I'm hungry. Thanks. Uh-oh. I need pancakes. Yeah, now we're after to go, go eat something. <laughs> Well, Cher, I think you're going to be fine tomorrow. Uh, driving early on the road, I don't think it's going to. Uh, let me let me do one last radar. I'm hold ch- you to that radar check. Yeah, I mean, right now there's it's not doing much of anything, and in Branson, it's all up. Springfield looks pretty. Well, intense. that's where I'm headed. <laughs> why? Why? Yeah, it looks intense. Is it really that intense? Or um, what I think it is, I don't like that word. I, no, I Let's not use the word intense. No, I I think what that is, it's probably got because it, it's upstairs. I think it's probably got just yeah. a little bit of ice, uh, you know, sleetage with it, and, way up there. Yeah, and that's gonna that's gonna give much stronger returns. On that, and I keep looking. There's not a winter weather advisory. There's no more graphics. I mean, it, it, like you said earlier, yeah. Corey, the 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 greatest 
place would probably be Ava up to like Salem, uh, getting those you know hills and stuff like that. But uh, the National Weather Service did a nice timeline. Uh, Branson, it says, uh, probably about yeah, three or four. It should kind of change over rain, snow mix, and probably by nine kind of end and then turn back to rain. And then by one thirty, two o'clock, probably start drying up. So, when I mean, it- we do have the, the kayaks in the back of the car. So if it got really bad, I could just pull over, pump up one of the kayaks and just go sledding down the hills. Yeah. To Springfield. What a great idea. <laughs> My I can gosh. get up enough momentum, you know, if I get at the top of one of the hills, oh, I can yeah. get up enough momentum. I think I could make it all the way into Springfield. Yeah. Yeah, I want a video of that. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> Don't ruin my kayak. Yeah, yeah, we, we're going to get video of that. Well, I think it's almost time to put some snow on this thing. So, you got anything else? Uh, no, we're done. We're done. Are you done, Sherry? You're probably ready for bed. I think I'm done. You have you have fun facted us out to uh, to the yeah. end of the podcast. A couple of them I was reading over them later, and I'm like, eh, those are probably more fun for me than everyone else. Yeah, I think they're <laughs> I'll interesting. Save them for another time. <laughs> okay, well, I think we need to wrap this thing up then. So be sure to look for us on Facebook at Stormdar Weather, like our page, and be sure to like or comment on our posts to have them show up in your newsfeed. You can always contact us through our Facebook page or send us an email to stormdarweather at gmail.com. Also, check out our website and our merch store at stormdarweather.com. Well, that does it for this time, so join us next week for the next edition of the Stormdar Weather Podcast. <laughs>